I feel like I need something to drink. Um, do you have any music to play? I do. What's you that? ready? Yeah. <laughs> this week we watched Overcomer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it on Dropping Sunday. <laughs> All right, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am Andrea. And we are so excited that you are listening to us today. Uh, You are listening to Dropping Sunday, in case you were wondering. And uh, this is just a podcast about some Christian pop culture, which is for sure the topic today. And it's even recent. Yeah. It came out in uh, sometime in 2019. The DVD came out like in Like December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're we're doing great. Um, anyway, yeah, so we talk about Christian pop culture, um, sometimes pop culture and how it intersects with Christianity. Yeah. And so, you know, we're not here to, to get you saved. We're not here to tick you off. Although if either of those things happen, we're happy to talk about it. Sure. <laughs> but really, we're just here to have a good time and, and hope that's what you're here for, too. Yeah. So we're going to be a semi-reverent. You know, we're not trying to rip, you know, anybody apart, but we're just uh, this. This is technically a show made by Christians for Christians. So if you want to know the thoughts and opinions of some just regular old believers, you've, you've found a good home. And this week we're talking about the movie Overcomer, which come on, Mandisa. Okay. Okay. So, um, yeah, but before we get into all that, Andrea, how's your heart? Oh, Seth, I'll tell you, this has been a heck of a week at work. I have worked, I worked until, let's see, Friday night, I worked until almost seven o'clock. And uh, it was almost that late on Thursday. It was about six. Anyway, it's just been, it's just been a week. Yeah. Yeah. So my heart's pretty tired, actually. And I'm very excited about, uh, I hear. (laughs) It's fine. Don't worry about that. Just keep keep talking. That might have been my. I, I, Is it time to take your pills again? <laughs> take your pills. Um, Speaking of that, how's your heart? <laughs> you know so I've also had a really long week. Um, I, uh, yeah, so I had to go to Louisiana this week for work, and uh, I flew out Wednesday. Had to miss church on Wednesday night, um, which, you know, I mean, you got to pay bills, and uh, got to pay the bills. I get to, uh, I get to the, uh, I get to the the hotel. And I, it's pretty late when I get in. And so I just, I'm going to eat dinner at the hotel and and I'm just going to go to bed and I'm staying right. at a Sheraton. They got a restaurant. I'm going to figure this out. And I go downstairs. I'm like, you know what? Here's this little triple combo here. It's got, uh, I mean, I'm in, I'm in new Orleans, right? Right. Like, so it's going to be good food, right? Uh, yeah. So it's got, uh, li- listen to this. It's got red beans and rice. Okay. It's got, um, etouffee. Okay. It's got jambalaya. All in one plate? Yes, it's got little, it's a small amount know, of each. I know, but man. Right? I can't go wrong with this. No. So I'm sitting there and I'm drinking my water and I'm, and I'm waiting for the food and the food shows up and um, and the red beans and rice, I cannot complain about. Yeah. It's just, it's just good. Mm-hmm. It's just good. The etouffee was cold. Ooh. Oh. And I'm, I'm out. No, I, thanks. I mean... They they had put the rice that they put in the etouffee was hot, so it made it kind of this weird, lukewarmy, mushy. <laughs> or like you get like a bite of hot rice and cold mm. fish. 
Yeah, or yeah. Whatever. And it was like lobster and like it, like cra- and, yeah. and like crawfish and stuff like that. Yeah. It was, and yeah, and then the jambalaya was like dry and stale and like taste burnt. And I was like, "Hey, can I ask you a question? Did he like, did he like <laughs> scrape the bottom <laughs> of a pan for this? Because it is is that the good. last serving of jambalaya?" And so and she's like, "No, no." There. And so she goes back. She brings me another plate of jambalaya, and uh-huh. it's moist and glistening and i'm like that's what jambalaya is supposed to look like and then i take a bite and literally half of my mouth is hot and the other half is cold and i'm like y'all's microwave is broken (laughs) like y'all need to like no you're supposed to stir when you're microwaving something you want to spread the heat throughout and i was like touch this it's cold right here on the plate she's like sir i'm not touching your food i said (laughs) ma'am you don't understand that's not my food i'm not gonna eat it and I I don't send food back. Like, I literally yeah. don't. Like, I mean, it just never did. And I was like, um, also, the etouffee's cold. Like, mm-hmm. I put my finger in it, and she was, like, in it. And she was like, okay. I was like, no, no, touch the bottom of the bowl. You won't touch my food. You feel how the red beans and rice bowl is hot? Now touch and see how this came out of the refrigerator. <laughs> like, you see the difference here? And she goes, yes, sir. And I'm like, cool. Can I get a side salad with a, a slice, like some grilled chicken? Like that's it. That's all I need. And I'm gonna go bed. I'm done. Um, and I'm sitting there, and and I'm and I'm eating this lukewarm etouffee, and all I can think of is the Church of Laodicea. Spew <laughs> you out of my mouth because, because I'm a Christian nerd, and I'm like, I wish that you were hot or cold, but because you are lukewarm. I must spew you out. Spew. Spew. Spew you out. Which is a good word. We, I'm sure that we have we have done we have triggered somebody with the word spew. Yeah, we have. Well, you said moist earlier too, so they were already oh, triggered. I've, so. I apologize. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for the use of my life. It's been a long week, long travel <laughs> for, week. For both of us, um, it sounds like. Like, yeah, delays in flights, getting home super late on Friday. Yeah. But I'll tell you what I did do. I did bring home a king cake from like, from from New Orleans all the way through security. I had to. I mean, I had. I mean, that's the so only good. way to get through it. And like, I, New Orleans has a brand new airport, and I know I know people are like, "Ooh, airport talk great," but I mean, it's a brand new airport, and the old airport was mm-hmm. it, it felt dirty. It yeah. just felt dirty. But this one's like brand new. You can get like Cafe de Mont beignets in the airport like it's there's a shake shack i'm just saying like there it's a good place i'm happy i'm pretty happy about it but they don't have no king cake so i mm-hmm. went to a bakery in new orleans and got for mardi gras this king cake and brought mm-hmm. it through security i'm like uh this is my personal item <laughs> i had three people stop me and say sir where'd you get that king yeah, cake they yeah. all wanted they to all take, one, take home. one yeah listen so maybe somebody will learn put a Sell some king cakes in the airport. I mean. Just saying. So, uh, all right. What what else is going on? I mean, do you want to jump straight into the movie? Do you want to get caught up on stuff? I mean. Well, I, th- this, I mean, this just popped in my head because you were talking about the airport. I just saw something on Facebook um, about <laughs> someone caught a lady walking through an airport. And I didn't click on the video or the link because I didn't actually want to see this. But she was walking through an airport somewhere taking off her clothes and singing. <laughs> I don't know why that just popped I mean, in my head. Was it Mardi Gras in New Orleans? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't click on it. I'm like, I don't want to see that. But the headline caught my attention. Okay. So anyway, so, it could have been. So just I just need to remind you and everyone else who's listening, 
This is a semi-reverent look <laughs> at Christian pop culture. And what I just talked about is neither Christian nor pop culture nor semi-reverent. Yeah. So no, okay. we can cut it out if we need to. What, no, no chances. There's zero <laughs> chance of cutting that out. So we do a lot of cuts, but we also there's sometimes when we talk about cutting things, we're like, no, we're nope, not cutting we're that. We're keeping that one for sure. So, um, all right. I got, yeah. I, I have, I do have something that's Christian pop culture. Okay. All right. So this week, Lecrae actually went on to the local news in Atlanta and decided that he wanted to do this. So you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Right. I'm gonna pass it off to you, Lecrae. You all got right. this. All right. So check this out, everybody. Okay, it's gonna be a great day. Okay, it's gonna be a great week. All right. I gotta make sure I'm on the right side of this weather situation he's, because he's doing the weather. <laughs> yeah, he is. But right now, <laughs> it's 10:58 a.m. Okay, 10:58 a.m. All over Atlanta, you can see. We 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 hanging out in the in the the, the high 50s or low 60s. He Ladies sounds like us trying to do a podcast. We 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 what? I think that's rain. Okay, yeah. it's coming in the yellow. There, there you go. That's hilarious. It's hard to do the weather because you're looking at another screen off. I mean, you literally are yeah. green screen. So, um, so that's fun. That he got apparently funny. that was like his childhood dream was to do the weather on the news one day. That's so great. And so your boy Lecrae got to do that. So that that was pretty great. Lecrae's dream was to um, do the weather. That's that's hilarious. Also, I don't know if you saw this, but um, Jeopardy actually got into some trouble in the West Bank. <laughs> I don't know. Did, did you hear anything about this? No, I've been seeing like Jeopardy headlines because they did the greatest of all time. Well, this was whatever. not in this was not in that tournament. Okay. This was in like a normal show. Oh, gotcha. Okay. So they um they had a, a category called Where's That Church? <laughs> and so the idea was you get the answer and you had to name where the church is. Yeah. And so here was the clue. You ready? Built in the 300s AD, the Church of the Nativity. Where is that? What's the city that that's in, do you think? Bethlehem? That's Okay, you went to Bible college. You should have a little bit better. We just got past Christmas. Listen, it's Jeopardy. They always, they no, always get me. They trick me. So one person says, what is Palestine? And eh, wrong. Somebody else says, what is Jerusalem? Ding, and got it right. Now here's the problem: Bethlehem is in the West Bank. It's in this. It's it's in the uh -huh. like contested area that's been annexed to Jerusalem. But but Palestine still thinks it's theirs. So now Palestinian people think that Jeopardy have made a political call. Oh my gosh, you guys! It's Jeopardy. Um. So so yeah. So apparently there's some some hullabaloo over it. Uh, you want to watch the clip? Sure. Okay. Here we go. Built in the 300s AD, the Church of the Nativity. Katie. What is Palestine? No. Jack? What is Israel? That's it. And that takes you to 20. And that's what all the hubbub's about. But there you go. And you know that guy who answered what is Israel is like, oh, please. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's definitely Israel. What are you thinking? <laughs> and meanwhile, your your girl your girl's like, um, she rolled her eyes. I, I don't recognize 1946 annex. I mean, you know, I mean, I yeah. doubt that that's what she's saying. So, um, so that's good. Lauren Daigle sing the national anthem uh, on Monday. I'm fine not listening. I just came from New Orleans. The, the was it everywhere? Oh my gosh! Because because LSU won. Right. It's yeah. 
I, when I bought that king cake, I was like, I'm buying this king cake and taking it home to Texas with me. Don't you dare judge me. And the girl who checked me out said, baby, after that win, you can do whatever you want. And I'm like, uh, I just said, yes, ma'am. That's right. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, I don't, I'm not the biggest, I'm not the biggest LSU Tiger fan, but. No, me either. Um, Ooh, we just lost all Louisiana. <laughs> Bye guys. I think we only had like, I think we only had like two listeners there anyway. Yeah. Oh, we need all of them. <laughs> I don't know that we can afford to lose any. Andrea. I'm kidding. I have I have a purple shirt at home. <laughs> Me too, but it says TCU <laughs> on it. So. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I want to I want to listen to part of it because I you didn't, do. I didn't listen to her. Okay. I'm. She. We don't have to listen to the whole thing. Okay. I just want to listen to. Here we go. Here we go. I wonder what the over under on how long she's going to take this would be. Yeah. Here's the deal. She sounds great. She sounds great. What I wanted to do is I wanted to play a version of Adele for you and just be like, just kidding. That was Adele. I can't find any place where Adele sang our national anthem. Well, no. You say that like, oh, of course not. Well, she's, why would she sing it? She's not American. I mean, that's not a, that's not a bad argument. <laughs> I will concede your point. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just looked up and saw a tiger with his hand over his heart. This is ridiculous. Okay, how does she end? Is she in strong? I'm jumping. I'm jumping. Here we go. Oh, Trumps. Okay, a minute forty-two. And uh, it looks like uh, it looks like she got a little overconfident at the end. Maybe, maybe, maybe hit the. It's fine. She did fine. She did she great. Did fine. She she did great. You know, it's what? not the worst I've ever heard. It, it's it, it was good. Yeah. Um, I am really excited that Lauren Daigle got the opportunity to do that now because mm -hmm. Adele's album, new album, is coming out later this year, mm -hmm. and then people are going to remember Adele again, and then Lauren Daigle is going to be like, bye bye, yeah. bye bye, Bobo Adele. So, Bobo means fake. Why are you laughing at me? I don't know. Okay. Um, all right. I think that was all my news. So, other than uh, other than that, I mean, <laughs> we're about to review a movie, and also big kind of pop culture news is uh, the the Oscar nominations came yes. out. Okay. So we can maybe do a deep dive down the road, but I'm just <laughs> curious. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read you the names of these movies, and I want you to tell me whether or not you've actually like watch the movie okay is the movie we're getting getting ready to review on this list it's not i mean you're gonna be surprised everybody if you've if you've watched overcomer you're gonna be like oh clearly oscar worthy um i just okay um, go for it listen, i'm not we looking can at laugh, the screen we can laugh but we'll talk about why we shouldn't here in just a second okay i'm serious i'm serious okay so here we go you ready yes i'm ready Ford v. Ferrari. I have not. I also have not. Okay. The Irishman. I have not. Okay. It's on Netflix. You don't have to go anywhere for this one, but oh. you better buckle in because it's three days long. It's It takes forever to watch this movie. Have you movie. seen it? Yeah, it's, I, I've seen it. It's, it's, it's three hours long, but because it's a Netflix movie, it means things are going to interrupt it, and so it took me three days to watch it. 
Wow. Yeah. Now it's a great movie and it should win some stuff, but yeah. Okay. Jojo rabbit. No. Okay. Um, I have not seen it either, but in the previews, I get to see Hitler dancing. So that's a thing. Um, okay. Joker. Have you seen Joker? I have not. You have not? Okay. I've seen Joker. Uh-huh. It's not a fun hang. Nope. <laughs> Probably why I haven't seen it. It's a little rough. Okay. Uh, little Women. Actually, I haven't, but I plan plan on it. So Julie, the, the girls saw it mm-hmm. um, while, uh, while me and, and, and Little Man went to go see Spies in Disguise. Ooh. Also not on this list. Um, <laughs> but but I, I hear that Little Women is good. Okay. It's my, it's my favorite book. My favorite classic. Spies in Disguise? Yes. Okay. <laughs> L- marriage Story. <laughs> no, I have not seen that one either. Okay. I, it's also on Netflix and I'm kind of, I, I hear it's not a good hang. Yeah. Because I don't, I'm married and I don't necessarily want to watch a story about divorce. Okay. 1917? No, but I kind of want to. I kind of want to too. Yeah. I think that's probably the one, that the next one that I definitely mm-hmm. want to see. Okay. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I have not. Watch that one on an yeah. airplane. You did. It was one of your. It was one of your favorites. I, I liked it. Yeah. It was. It, it. It's really, really good. It's a little bit slow until the end, and then it makes everything worth it because mm. it's a Tarantino movie. Yeah. All right. Parasite. No. However. Yeah. I was reading about this because another blog that I listened to uh, mentioned this movie, and I was reading about it, and it sounded very interesting. Yeah. Have you seen it? I'm not in, I I haven't, I'm not into these types of movies, but I probably, I I feel like. Have you read anything about it? I mean, other than the fact that there's going to be like a HBO series based on this, uh, I I don't really know anything else. Because it's not about a, like a, like a parasite that like eats you. Oh yeah? Yeah, it's not. Is it like horror? Is it thriller? Um, it's kind of thriller, I think, Mm. based on what I've read. Okay. It's a, it's a not, it's not, the parasite is. Okay, spoiler alert. I'm just saying. It's like it's it, that's in the description. I think. I, I, I hear you. Um, all right. So I feel like it's like now we have this weird responsibility that we have this show to be like up on things. So I don't know. I might have to watch these movies. Okay. Can I tell you which ones I don't want to watch? Yeah. Tell me. I don't. I don't care to watch Ford v Ferrari, even though I've heard it's good. It just doesn't sound like me. I don't care to watch The Irishman. I don't care to watch Joker. Okay. I don't know about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because I don't do well with, I'm afraid that that might be a bit much for me okay. personally. Okay. So I will so. watch Little Women. Okay. Why don't we do this? Why don't we split up? Okay. <laughs> so I'll watch for me. Paper, rock, scissors. Okay. Um, all right. We can do that off air. We yeah. can do that off yeah, air. We'll That's, decide. That. Between the two of us, we will watch. All, all nine all movies. All of these movies. Okay, the I, I like it. I like it. Okay. Before the when when are the Oscars? <sighs> I In don't February. Know. I don't know what episode is this. What day is this? It's a I Sunday. I'm pretty sure. All right. Sunday. I think I think now would probably be a good time to uh, to go ahead and just kind of change gears here. Okay, let's do it. And we'll uh, we're gonna we're gonna start watching this amazing masterpiece <laughs> that is overcomer all right so i i've got tons of notes and i know you do too yeah 
So here, here's what I think we should do. Okay. Can you pull up a summary? Yes, I've got it right here. You got it right there. Let's, while this music is playing, which is part of the soundtrack of this <laughs> film, I want you to read the, the summary for this for, for this movie. Okay. Okay, go for it. All right. Life changes overnight for Coach John Harrison when his high school basketball team and state championship dreams are crushed under the weight of unexpected news. When the largest manufacturing plant shuts down and hundreds of families leave their town, John questions how he and his family will face an uncertain future. After reluctantly agreeing to coach cross country, John and his wife, Amy, meet an inspiring, no, not inspiring, aspiring athlete who's pushing her limits on a journey toward discovery. Inspired by the words and prayers of a newfound friend, John becomes the least likely coach. Hold on. Uh, inspired by the words and prayers of a newfound friend, John becomes the least likely coach helping the least likely runner attempt the impossible in the biggest race of the year. <laughs> Is that dramatic enough? I love it. Yeah, I love it. Good. All right. So um, I feel like that that music is probably the best descriptor of this of this movie. Like everything's very rousing and very good. Okay, so I'm just going to ask you just straight up. Uh, before okay. we actually get into details of this movie, which I definitely want to do. Because you've got some that you want to talk about. What was your overall opinion? <clears throat> okay. When, when you woke up and finished watching it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, I I watched this movie Thursday night and I didn't start it until... It's this movie is two hours long. It listen, it's all of the two hours. Yeah, too. it yeah. is. And I started it a, a little bit after eight. And I watched. I got through the first hour and fifteen, no problem. And then I fell asleep. Yeah. And so I woke up sometime between eleven thirty and midnight, somewhere in there. And I was like, oh, I've got to watch the last forty five minutes. Um, and so I did. And on, <laughs> okay. So we've talked about how I am. Uh, n- notoriously easy on on yeah. movies. Yeah, yeah, um, which is fine. I like. I just I watch movies just to enjoy them. Now I was I was trying to watch this one with a more critical eye, knowing that we were going to review it. I'm so proud of you. I know, and I was pretty critical at the beginning. Yeah, but I'm not going to lie. the The end got me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't cry, but I did find myself smiling. Pretty, like. I don't know how to describe it, but like watching it going, oh, that's so sweet. Um, so at the end of the movie, yeah, you were like, man, what a, what a good hang. Yes, I'm that, like, that's a good, like, that's a good note to fall asleep on. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I uh, I watched this movie on on the plane. Oh right, because you were traveling. Because yeah. I was traveling, and of course there's delays, so I was actually able to get through two hours on a what's supposed to be an hour and 20 minute flight, right? Yeah. Cause okay. delays and whatnot. I do realize that after like 20 minutes, I had had a page of notes. So I feel like maybe this movie starts a little rough. Yes, it does. It does. Now, one of the things that doesn't start rough that I didn't realize is that there's a oneer, there's a, a single shot that starts off at trees, flies over and flies 
to the school and into the window, single shot into the window all the way and catches the coach's speech. Oh. It's a wonder that was done with a drone. Yeah. And I mean, two and a half minutes into the movie, there hasn't been a, a scene cut yet. And so, so the, the director, which we're going to talk about in a second, learned a trick somewhere that, <laughs> that, that not breaking the scene builds that intensity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, okay. Do you know what the Rotten Tomato score is? If not, I'll tell you. I do not. Go 50%. 50%. So um, it is not certified fresh. <laughs> no. All right. Now, here, how about this one? Do you know what the audience score was? Well, based on a few of the reviews I've seen, I'm uh, guessing it was better than... 98%. Stop it. 98%. 98%? And here's the reason why. If you were not a believer, would you go see this movie in the first place? Probably not, although I feel like they tried real hard. Sure, sure. But if you are a believer and you watch this movie and at the end of it, how do you feel? Mm-hmm. Like you and me felt. Right. Exactly. I, Okay, I can go to sleep now. This is great. So, okay, Mm -hmm. so this movie was done by the Kendrick Brothers. Mm -hmm. And the Kendrick Brothers have done some other movies. Probably the biggest ones that you know are Fireproof. Yeah, War Room. War Room, Courageous. And I feel like there's one more. I mean, they've done some other movies. Yeah, but I feel like there's one more that that I recognized. Because you know of those movies, you know how many I've seen? Zero. Uh, uh, okay, the same. So can I tell you something? Yeah. I don't like these types of movies. <laughs> now, Julie has seen War... We own War Room. She loves it, right? right? She loves Priscilla Schreier, who's in this movie. Yeah. Um, and so, like... So I, I, I get it. But the... Um, I am not a huge fan of um, a men's retreat turned into a movie based off of uh, First Responder Heroes. I'm just right. So mm-hmm. police officers, firemen, I want to support them, but I don't necessarily want them to like rouse my emotions. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's just me. I'm, That's I'm, courageous, right? That one of those is courageous. Okay. The other one's fireproof. So, um, so here's why you shouldn't laugh at this movie. This movie had a $5 million budget. And I'm going to tell you something. It looks it. Yeah. It, it's a good looking movie. Mm-hmm. It is not like I think that uh, Fireproof might have had a five hundred thousand dollar budget. Well, and it looked it. Yeah, in five million dollars, who were they paying? Uh, I, I I hope they overpaid the director of photography because their their DP it it looks like a good movie. Yeah, but like none of the act actors nope. were known. Nope. In fact, one of the the producers is the main character. Well, here's the thing. Your boy Alex Kendrick is the writer, producer, director, and star of this film. And his son also is in it. His son is also in this movie. But wow. it's a five minute and it looks it looks it. Okay, why should you not laugh? Do you know how much money this this movie's made oh, so far? Please tell me. Thirty eight million dollars. Stop it. Uh-huh. That's a $33 million profit. Are you oh are you with me? Yeah. This is not abnormal for them. Fireproof made over $30 million. 
Okay. Courageous made over $30 million. Now, let me ask you a question. Because I know, I th- I'm pretty sure that at least Courageous and maybe Fireproof too, didn't they have like like study materials so that you could do oh, this? absolutely. No, I'm just talking about the film itself. So I'm that not doesn't include in, Nope, I, that doesn't include the books or the study guides or the, the men's prayer breakfast guides or anything else like that. That is just the film. Just the film. They're making they're making at least thirty million dollars a pop on, on films nowadays. War Room, I think, made if I'd have to look it up, but I think it made closer to like seventy or eighty million. Yeah, War Room was very popular, and I feel like it even. I think it crossed. I think it, it crossed, crossed over. over yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, more than, and I think that's what they were attempting to do with this one. Right. They were they were going for a feel good sports movie because. Everybody likes those. Well, and they've already made a feel good sports movie called Facing the Giants. That was theirs too. That was theirs too. <laughs> yes. And the coach in Facing the Giants, same coach. <laughs> Just now, he's got a he's got a goatee. And now he's really trying to pull in that uh, Coach Taylor Friday Night Lights yes. vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, in everything that he's doing. So I, I don't hate it. Listen, I mean, no. he's not a terrible actor. Yeah. There, there, she says with conviction. Yeah, yeah, meh. Um, there is something about him that I don't like that we'll get to at the end. I've got some mm-hmm. positives and negative takeaways from the movie. Okay. We'll get to that at the end. You know who I don't think was a very good actor for most of the movie? Who? Go ahead. Do you, I mean, do you want to take a guess? Well, I have a couple of people, but I want to. <laughs> That's exactly right. Um, <laughs> What I'm like everybody else. No, everybody Spe- else. specifically Hannah, the l- the little girl. Yeah. And this is the only thing she's ever been in. And for most of the movie, I thought she's a terrible actor. And then I realized she's also supposed to be a 15 year old girl who are also sometimes, let's yeah. just be honest, kind of awkward. So maybe she's the best actor in the world, but she felt awkward in the movie. Yeah. You know who, who is my favorite? Tell me. Um, his oldest son. Yeah, I thought he was great. He in was, fact, I had you. I, we have a scene that um, is probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie because it was it. It really made me laugh so much. Yeah. Um. But and he's like the main star of it, and I just I I thought he was great. I thought he was so funny, and I think this was his first his first film. Um, and I was looking him up on IMDb, and you know when he was born. 1996. Oh, yeah. You mean when I was almost out of high school. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm just having a hard time with that. So who am I racing? You want to run? I want to see if Hannah can catch me. Oh, I want to see this. You haven't been running. You think you can handle three miles? Oh, please. He he stretches confidently. Listen, that is such a teenage boy thing. It cracked me up. Well, and And his dad, but his dad did it earlier. Yes. And so here, here they are. They're running. We'll just kind of skip ahead just he, a little bit. He's ahead of her. He's ahead of Hannah. And she catches uh, and passes him. Passes him. He comes to the finish line. You okay? No. <laughs> that was crazy hard. You said this wasn't a sport. He's given everything, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah, I'm wrong. Mom, Will, and Hannah wanted to see you finish, but they got tired of waiting, so they went home. Twist the knife a little bit, yeah, I just think. a little bit. So um, I'll say, I'm going to tell you that there was a part of this movie <laughs> that I, I mean, I kept it in my notes. Like, I literally laughed out loud 
Um, and and so I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna okay. play here. So this Finally, is in the beginning of the movie when the, the coach is. Looks like he's dying. Don't die. <laughs> Don't die. He's running and trying to like do a 5K <laughs> and saying, "Don't die." Wow, Dad! Right. You did it. Are you okay? Oh, that was terrible. Why would anyone want to do this? That's what I said. <laughs> I think you're supposed to oh. walk around a little oh, bit. Oh, leave me alone! Oh, I feel like death. Do you need me to call you an ambulance? Oh, what was my time? Thirty-two oh two. What? Mm-hmm. I didn't even break thirty. I'm just impressed that you finished. So uh, I, I mean, I'm on the plane laughing. Yes. Like I, I mean, I, I, it generally popped me. So I, I was fine. I mean. There's some there's some good par- parts yeah, of this, right? Okay, there so really are. let's let's tell the story. You want to tell the story yeah, of this let's movie? Do it. Okay. So, starts off state championship basketball game. You got Coach Harrison, Coach John, whatever his name is, right? We get ready for this uh, this last play, like this last play of the game, and what we find out um, is uh, Coach Coach Harrison's a loser. Um, that's the first thing we find out. <laughs> <laughs> He they lose the game yeah. and, and he's like rah rah next year on the year, last th- last, last three pointer right that his yeah. son misses and it's just very much like we we'll get him next year guys mm-hmm. and then we essentially cut to immediately the steel plants closing down <laughs> and uh, we didn't there there's nothing really to establish that it's a Christian school at the beginning of the movie right it takes a while I mean it takes way until to, to find out it's a Christian school so I'm just curious like how much do steel plant workers make. Because like paying for Christian school for like multiple kids, man, this is, I mean, you, you know, bro, it's, it's tough. So like, but apparently they got, I'll have to move to, I don't know, Stephenville or something. Fairview. Fair Fairview. That's what they're all moving to. They're all moving to, to Fairview. <laughs> and then, so, um, I mean, now here's one thing that this, this movie does really, really well, unless you don't like it. And that's give exposition. Um, they they will repeat over yes. and over again what the problem of the movie is again and again and again. And just so, in case you missed the last one. I'm going to play a clip here where um, they, they kind of explain what's going on. So here coach has been... Um, He's gonna. He, we don't know if he's gonna be able to keep the basketball team. He still feels like he might, but the principal, Principal Priscilla, really wants us... Mm-hmm. to coach track and so we're gonna get uh we're gonna get coach john to to do it and so there's gonna be tryouts and that's i'm just gonna pick up better rather than me try to explain what happened let's just let them just listen yeah because they're gonna tell you so how was tryouts well i gathered everyone together and i said to her thanks for coming out no yeah one person hannah scott she's a sophomore she's got asthma hannah scott yeah, I have her in science. I caught Olivia afterwards. Still wants me to coach her. Hey, I think that Neil Hatcher just pulled up. <laughs> and I mean, it's just like Hannah Scott, born on Valentine's Day. She's got asthma. She likes to steal stuff. I mean, it's just like it just tells she's you. a runner. It's the only she, thing she's good at. That's it. That's it. <laughs> so, um, I mean, it's just it's just exposition after exposition after exposition. So, so I the, one of the first things that like caught my attention is that scene right before the one we just played, where um, uh, Principal Priscilla actually her name is Olivia Brooks. By the way, I had to look it up. Um, can we just call her principal? It's Priscilla Shrivell. I mean, the, we can. Come on. Um, she. So when when Coach is trying to tell her, I've only got 
one runner and she goes, and I could just tell this is going to be like a theme through the movie. Uh huh. One runner matters. I'm like, okay. Yeah. You're not wrong. I put it in my notes. One runner one matters. Runner That's matters. the quote. That's the quote That's from it. the movie. So he gets forced into being the coach. Yes. And while they have this conversation, right at so we that happens right before this, right? Mm-hmm. Then right after this, we find out he gets a phone call from Pastor. And Pastor says, Hey, you coming to do visitation? <laughs> and 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 his wife goes, Oh, I forgot. I volunteered you for that. Signed you up. By the way, tell you. uh, hey Julie, if you're listening, don't volunteer me to go do stuff. That's not the way this works. And so so he, this is what we find out. Coach doesn't want to do nothing. He gets forced into doing a bunch. He does. I, there were there were several things about the relationship between the husband and wife that I took issue with. Mm, talk about it. So okay, so this in this scene, let me let me set it up for a second. They got into an argument. Uh, coach uh, Coach Harrison and yeah. his wife uh, Amy got into an argument. Hold on, did they? Well, <laughs> because. This is what I remember. I remember he opened up a letter saying he got a pay cut. He got upset and walked in the house. And then he went into the backyard and started messing with some bricks, which I have an issue with. And I'll talk about that for a second. And she came out. She was like, are you done pouting yet? And she was a jerk. She came at him like a couple of times. Uh huh. And so <laughs> let, just let's let's play this scene because there's something she says that I want to see if you caught. Okay. I have this problem that pops up sometimes. And I, I see things about my husband that I don't really like. And so I just, you know, I want to try and fix them. But I'm not very good at it. <laughs> and maybe, yeah, maybe I'm not supposed to be. Because he gets really angry with me. Okay. Okay. So. And I know I did, don't Did you catch that. it? Like. Did you hear what it was that I, I took issue was with? Was it the sometimes he gets angry at me? <laughs> no, although I did. I didn't love that. No, she said there are things about my husband that I don't like. Yeah. And I try to fix them. Uh-huh. Is that okay? I'm not married. Is that like a normal part of a marriage? I mean, maybe. I mean, well, I guess. I mean, to say it that way after. That, I guess that's what I take issue with. Like she, it's like, let, let me can can I tell you from a husband's perspective uh-huh. what I saw when I watched this part? He just got like he's been pulled in all these different directions. He doesn't. He's he's going to lose his basketball team, which means his son isn't going to be able to win the state championship, which right. means now they're going to have to pay for college. Mm-hmm. So like, there's a whole level of thing, and they just got a ten percent pay cut, and he's in the backyard, and he's and he's cleaning off he's cleaning off bricks. I'll talk about that in a minute, and then she comes at him hard. I'm just going to say like you are allowed like I, I like as a husband, I'm allowed to have emotional responses to things, yeah. and. I don't have to, like, I'm allowed to do all of that. I have a problem in the fact that she came at him so hard because she wants to try to fix him and say, oh, you shouldn't act this way. She, I mean, she, she literally straight up like, are you done pouting yet? And I'm like, well, I just, I mean, to say there are things about my husband that I don't like, I have this problem. Like it felt like she made herself the victim. Yeah. Um, I have this problem. I'm trying to, 
fix you because you're wrong, but I'm not good at it. And he gets angry at me and I'm like, oh my word, like, man, just take a beat. And, And so how does he respond? I love you, John Harrison. By the way, I want to point out the actor who played John Harrison wrote the line, I love you, John Harrison. <laughs> he also wrote the line, you're a good man, John Harrison. <laughs> I'm sorry I've been a jerk. He apologizes to her! Which what is exactly what she wanted. That's exactly what she wanted. What are you doing? Yes. Yeah, I, I feel like there is some, some, a little bit of dysfunction here. There's some yeah. beauty in this also that we'll talk about when I get to my positives. Right. But, um, okay, couple of things. So he's in the backyard with the bricks. And the first, I, I wrote mm-hmm. it down. You have a perfectly manicured yard and a pile of bricks. This doesn't seem accurate. <laughs> How are you going to let everything in your yard look perfect? And then you've got these bricks. And then I found out later that the bricks are supposed to be a metaphor for the stone that the builder rejected will become the cornerstone. Legit. Yep. So like I'm feeling Wait, rejected. Was that written somewhere? No, it was it was like um, I did some research on the film. Don't yell at me. No, that's what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah. found that. Yeah, yeah, that that was the design of that is that in the moment of feeling like my team's leaving me and everything's going terrible that the stone that, you know, so that was supposed to like be some sort of imagery. Uh-huh. But also it just kind of took me out because I don't believe that your yard has a pile of bricks in it. Just <laughs> just in general. Um, well, one other thing that I I did like um, was that scene. We don't have to we don't have to keep playing that one. The the kids, so they had especially the younger one had seen his parents arguing or had seen the effects of his mom yeah. his mom crying. So there, the kids are cleaning up after dinner, and the older one looks out the window and sees his parents um, embracing embracing yeah. and. You know, his dad apologizing for being a jerk, which he wasn't. Um, and for having emotions. For having emotions. How How da- you're supposed to be a Christian you. man. You can't have emotions. No emotions. Um, but the the big brother said, tells his, his little brother to come here, you know, and he, and he kind of like puts his arm around him and says, you know, just look. And he goes, they're, they're okay. Yeah. They're okay. And that scene kind of ends with the younger brother looking at him. And it was just funny because I was just talking to a friend uh, last week about whether or not it's good for their children to see mm-hmm. their parents fighting. And this is what I, literally what I said. And I'm not a parent. I don't have children. But I said, I think it's good for, for kids to see their parents be able to argue and then have good conflict re- resolution. Yeah. Because, I, you know, I saw that a lot. And <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, Andrea's mom. <laughs> Pastor Alan, Andrea's mom. <laughs> okay, not a lot. <laughs> I saw that some. My <laughs> Oh, no. oh, mom's coming at me. I can already feel it. Like, I can feel it now. Yeah. She could, she heard, like, come somehow. on in, Andrea's mom. She's right outside. <laughs> she got here quick. Um, no, my parents are both very uh, opinionated and passionate, and they don't always agree. Yeah. And they disagree about some pretty big things. And uh, I think it's just good for kids to be able to see that yeah. adults and their parents in particular can argue, can disagree on things. It doesn't mean we don't, you know, they don't love each other. It doesn't mean they're going to get divorced. It doesn't mean that it means that they disagree and they can work it out as yeah. adults. Um, yeah. You don't want to ever like scare your kids by how much you fight. Right. But if you, if you ever do, you should also gross them out by how much you love on each other. <laughs> yeah. 
kisses. <laughs> we do a really good job of like grossing our kids out with with hugs and kisses. Yeah, always, um, always make up for it. Oh yeah, but you you don't have to. I will say this about the argument. Even though I I think that she was wrong, they there wasn't yelling and screaming and sure all that. There they disagreed. They you know, but but there wasn't like this violent reaction yeah. to each other. All right, there's a part of this movie that, I mean, I, I literally wrote that this part of the movie gives me life. Wesley Ford, you're first. Oh, sing, oh, heart of great desire, where passion glows like burning flame. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Seth sigh. <laughs> my bride doth set my love afire. The first night when she calls my name. It's the uh, the monologues. That's pretty much it. I loved. That one at the end I was loved my the, favorite. The, the, okay. <laughs> yeah, all of these monologues just cracked me up. Yeah. So I strive not to survive, for I have the drive to thrive. For this day, while we're alive, High five. High five. Okay. Truxton, did you write this? Okay, a couple of things. Truxton clearly wrote this. Um, Also, what kind of name is Truxton? I don't know. Somebody who puts a kid in private school. Um, Also, I'm pretty sure that that they took Truxton style based off of my style in high school. I mean, (laughs) I wish you guys... I don't even know how to describe. I was sitting there thinking, I don't know what y'all are picturing right now, but it's probably it's probably accurate. Probably yeah. right on the money. Um, yeah. Okay. Other th- last thing. Yeah. This school can't have a sports program, but it's got a drama program. I mean, that's I don't doing understand. weeks of monologues. <laughs> Class. I don't understand. What's? I mean, let's keep the arts in school for sure. Oh, but for sure. Okay. You can't have both. Okay, we haven't even got to like the big twist. No. Okay, let's get to the big twist. So he he's doing, well, we got to jump way back. Coach John is doing visitation with the pastor. Yes. Also, did you notice that the pastor brought a weird oversized Bible to visitation? <laughs> I've done plenty of visitations. I've never brought a large oversized <laughs> Bible with me. That's not what you do. Like if you I need thought a, that was his iPad Pro. No, no, it was, no, no, no. <laughs> No, he also did not have skinny jeans and $600 tennis shoes. Um, to, Pre- we haven't even t- touched we haven't. that. Oh, wow. We just name dropped something we haven't even talked about yet. That's great. Um, do your own research. So <laughs> just Google it. Google it. <laughs> so then he kind of accidentally stumbles into this room with Thomas. Which I have a problem with because how do you accidentally stumble into a hospital room? But okay. Well, I mean. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, because you need to for the story to continue. <laughs> and so he meets Thomas, this 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 wise wise old man who uh, has he has the beatus, and he can't um, he can't see no more, and he can't walk. Well, and, and I he's don't think Thomas for, was as old as we're thinking he was. Thomas looked like he about ninety seven years old. Well, and they do say later that she met an old. Older man, yeah. yeah. So who who knows? But I mean, anyway, he's got the shit and he's like having some issues. What? <laughs> what? 
What is wrong with me? <laughs> I need to cut out research to see if that's inappropriate but i think we can leave that in um, <laughs> so so anyway he's got all these oh. things and he can't see and so he's blind but it turns out he used to be a runner he used to be a long distance or he used yeah. to do cross country and now all of a sudden coach john actually might have a resource besides the internet oh yeah you didn't do any research coach john you just felt defeated immediately uh, so, sir ah uh, uh, so um <clears throat> <laughs> so, yeah so coach john keeps coming back to uh to, to thomas yeah to get more and more stuff and then all of a sudden he hears that thomas used to live in this town mm -hmm. he moved out about 15 years ago wait a second after his daughter was born wait a second and we find out that his daughter was born on valentine's day 15 years ago. Who else was born on Valentine's Day? Oh my gosh, Hannah, our runner, was born on Valentine's Day. Also, we find out she was a meth baby. Oh yeah. Like they just kind of threw that out they there. Just, oh yeah, she was on meth. Yeah. It's like, whoa. Kind of like they did that she was a klepto. That by she was the way. a klepto. Like and it also, was never like talked about. It just Just they showed it. It was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um You you want to know what I wrote down when yeah. I realized that? I went, Thomas is Hannah's dad, question mark, question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point, question mark, question mark, question mark. Yes. And then I put, oh, come on. Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. We're, we're, that's what we're doing. So we do this thing where um, they, they have to pray about whether or not they should introduce Hannah to her dad and yes. go around the grandma who yes, they've the already grandma. talked about. has got a lot of bitterness in her mm -hmm. because dad left. Mom died. Grandma's having to take care of grandbabies. So she's got a lot of bitterness in her. But they finally do. And there was something that the director did that I have to give the director credit for. Mm -hmm. When a 15-year-old girl goes into a hospital, is meeting her dad, they did all these close-ups of all the different things in the hospital room. Mm -hmm. The different instruments, the IVs, all this stuff. And it give it actually was like, oh, for a 15 year old who may not be in that environment, that's probably what she would be focusing on. Right. Got, she got overwhelmed and leaves. Right. So, so I, I was really, I was really appreciative of, uh, of that. So also your girl can cry. Hannah. Yeah. Look like the stoic look of a nonplussed 15 year old teenager plus tears. I was like, I might be buying this. Well, that's the thing. When I th when I think about we talked about how she was maybe not the greatest actress yeah. in the in the film, but honestly she did come across very authentic as a teenager. Yeah, I mean very much. I, I the the teenagers that I know they're. It, <laughs> I don't want to say it takes a lot to ruffle them, but they're just it takes a lot to impress them. Sure. It it was funny to me that she never laughed that whole scene with with Ethan when he was like egging her yeah. on and said, I want to see if Hannah can catch me. She barely cracks a smile. It was such a teenage girl. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so then so pretty, pretty soon after this, she's talking to principal Priscilla mm -hmm. and principal Priscilla gives her the gospel. Right. And leads her in the sinner's prayer. 
And this was the time in the movie that I was like, I feel good about this. Yeah. And it, it's blatant. It, it's blatant Christian um, trying to like wrangle people in. But there is something to be said for the good news should cause good feelings. Right. And when you hear the good news, even if it's done in a trite manner like this one was, and I think that this was put together well, but I mean, I feel like, you know, it, it, it was what it was. But the good news should cause good feelings. Right. And I and see. it and it caused good feelings, and then Priscilla, past, uh, Pastor Priscilla, no Principal Priscilla, Principal, who is friends with Hannah's mom, by the way, oh yeah, has that all, connected. We also find out, yeah, 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 that there's all this, and and we find out that the principal is actually paying for Hannah to go to school there. So she says, "I want you to go into Ephesians and say, what does what does Ephesians, the first two chapters, first say two about chapters, me?" Yeah. And I immediately go to the reformed pastor, Mark Driscoll, who before he went through all the stuff and he was still in Seattle, actually had a series on Ephesians and mm -hmm. identity called I Am. Mm -hmm. And so like, I was like, okay. And what she's writing down is like just straight up stuff from, from his, his yeah. thing. But she does this and the music that we played while you're reading it is kind of like right. the, 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 the soundtrack for everything. And then... She's walking by these monologue auditions. She sees Coach, which, by the way, also contrived to get Coach in there for this scene later. But they set it up, so I'm, I'm right. okay with it. And this happens. Ask me who I am. Ask me who I am. Who is Hannah Scott? I am created by God. He designed me. So I'm not a mistake. His son died for me. Just so I could be forgiven. He picked me to be his own. So I'm chosen. He redeemed me. So I am wanted. He showed me grace just so I could be saved. He has a future for me because he loves me. So I don't wonder anymore, Coach Harrison. I am a child of God. I just wanted you to know. So a couple of things here. Mm -hmm. One, it is scientifically proven that if you watch a movie on an airplane, you're more likely to cry. So I'm blaming this on science. Stop. I am blaming the fact that I cried at that moment oh, on the airplane. That makes me so happy. On science. It was. It's not science. It didn't get me. It was science that got it me. It totally got you. Um, I love it. So. Also, if she's in a Christian school, we have to assume that a lot of those students that are sitting there mm -hmm. when they're hearing this are hearing this. Dude, I'm going to let you know any other Christian school, you're probably going to have some people like cheering, doing something mm -hmm. like that's there's going to be some sort of reaction. Nothing. Nothing from these teenagers. I'm just Nothing. telling you. So, um, okay. So then we cut to grandma. She's getting upset about things and she starts praying about this bitterness that she's dealing with. <laughs> Okay. Grandma, 
is acting her tail off in this prayer. Has I she mean, been in other? I, I I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then so we find out, okay, because um, because Thomas is in a ho- in a hotel room. Wow, because Thomas is in a in a hospital bed. He can't be there for Hannah, but he wants to coach her. And so Coach John gets this idea. Yeah. Let's have him actually coach her by putting in like a like a headphone in her ear and let him talk her through the race. Right. Because it was just happen that we got to do a rule change. We, to gotta, make this we just got to have a rule change. Yeah. And that was already on the docket and to so, be discussed. So can I ask you a question? Uh huh. Do you think a recording of this entire run exists somewhere that I can put in because I would love for him to coach me through this. And I know that he's not my dad and I'm not even a girl, but to hear him say my daughter as I'm running, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. You can do this. My daughter. My favorite is when he was like, track her down. I'm like, yeah, dang. They ain't even playing no more. Um, so, so, um, she gets to the end of the race. Mm-hmm. Dad's coached her through 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 an iPod. She falls forward and yes. barely finishes, like, like by, by an inch. Out. Yeah, and she, she like, beats Gina. Mm-hmm. That Gina. Mm. Oh. And when we see Gina, you, she just already looks mean. She does. By the way, Gina's probably a sweet girl who just wants to run. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> she know. Looks, they I make her know. look mean. When at the end, when uh, well. Well, are we going to talk about this? Well, we can talk about what? That so so Hannah wins state. Yes. Yeah. When they're giving giving the medals. Yeah. Gina, she looks. Gina's mad. mad. She's like second place, first Mm-mm. loser. <laughs> Not good enough. <laughs> so, uh, so Coach John, he he cries and he like in so that he can signal to the audience. Hey, men watching this, you're allowed to cry at this point. <laughs> it's so did okay. You cry again? It, no, I didn't. It's both a spiritual cry. I mean, science got me, but that movie did. And so, um, <laughs> this isn't just a spiritual cry. It's also a sports cry. So it kind of uh-huh. all comes together. It's going to be okay to cry here, right? So, and then we find out that she gets like these series of tapes every year for her birthday uh. from her dad after her dad dies. And, um, you know, there's a funeral, which I was like, kind of bummed out about. I was like, it like kind of goes immediately to a funeral. Right. I, it, it kind of caught me off yeah, guard. Me I wasn't expecting that. I honestly, there's a point where she goes to see her dad after, after the whole, I am a child of God yeah. moment and he's not in the room and my, like literally my stomach dropped and I'm oh, like, Oh, it got you. It got me. Yeah, and good. I was like, Oh no. And then we find out he was just an ICU. Yeah. But I'm like, Oh, good. Good job. Good job on yeah. that. Like, yeah. like twist and I, you weren't expecting it. And then all of a sudden he did die. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay. Now yeah. I, now I have to process right. these feelings. And then we, we cut to six years later. She's running in a college shirt. Yes. And she is um, also the guest speaker at an FCA. Right. <laughs> I couldn't figure out what that was. That was an FCA, FCA meeting. I mean, or I'm Bible guessing. study or something. Yeah. So, um, all right. So that's kind of the whole movie. Um, you know, I, I actually think pretty fondly of this movie, just so you know, like I'll watch this with my kids and, and I, I think yeah. that it'll be okay for them. They're still in the age where they're not going to be as critical as we are, right. but we're also having to be critical because of the show. Right. So what were some what of doing. your, what were some of your takeaways? Uh, let's break them up into, did you have any bad takeaways 
first and then we'll talk about good. Ta- we'll end on a positive note. Um, honestly, I didn't, I didn't have any, any bad takeaways. Like I didn't, there wasn't anything in the film that I just, I thought was terrible. I didn't, I, the beginning was a little bit rough. Um, and it, it did pick up, you know, it had some funny parts and, and all of that, but, um, the acting, honestly, let me just say it this way. I think if we'd had just a slightly better writing in some of the dialogue and, um, better, slightly better actors. Yeah. This film could have been really great. Yeah. And I don't, I think that it it doesn't necessarily need better writing because I mean, it was written, I think it was written well. I think that a better actor could have portrayed it in a way where the writing didn't seem so forced. Yeah. Maybe Um, every time Alex has a speech or coach John or whatever, Mm -hmm. like the, the, the guy, Alex, the, 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 the writer, producer, director, and star of this film, every speech that he gives uh-huh. feels like the main speaker at a men's retreat. Yeah. It's like very much I've like, never been to a men's retreat, but yeah, I can imagine. I mean, it, you see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just very, it's very like deliberate. Everything that I'm saying <laughs> is going to make an impact in your life forever. You're going to remember this. And so everything just kind of yeah. felt like that. I'm like, all right. So I, yeah. Um, I just, the, the dialogue that I didn't love was, was mostly between the husband and wife. I, yeah. I felt like that dialogue, it just, it just needed to be tweaked a little bit. It Honestly, it felt prescriptive. Like yeah. not, it, it, the movie should, um, you know, suspend reality, but they should also describe what's happening. And this felt more like when you go through these situations, this is how you should handle it right. as and, and that's just not real. And so it didn't yeah. feel, it didn't feel descriptive. It felt prescriptive. Yeah. Um, so, um, so much so that there's even a signed copy of the courageous, uh, the, the, the signed document that, yes. that they make everybody sign <laughs> in courageous it's signed and framed on the wall on in the their wall. house. Yes, yeah. Indeed. Um, okay. So there's two big things that I didn't like about this movie. Okay. And I'm, I just have to address them, and I'm sorry. This it's going to be awkward for a minute. Okay. Okay. There is a big white savior complex in this movie. Um, okay. Where um, troubled black girl is a klepto, but if she can get around a white man who can teach her Jesus, oh uh, well, they 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 mitigated that by having Principal Priscilla actually mm-hmm. be the one to lead her to the Lord, and that I, I get that. But it's even the imagery of the fact that they made Coach John a history teacher, and then he's sitting at his desk with a big picture of Abraham Lincoln behind him. There's all of these like little things where it was mm. just like, like it, it kind of had this white savior complex that kind of came to it, which they have to be careful with. Now, I think that someone pointed it out because every time it started to make me feel uncomfortable, they they made it to where it wasn't black and white. They, they, right. they, they would add more people of color and they would do, you know, types of things. So, so that was good. So that was the first thing that I was like, ah. I, I would say in response to that, it, cause I, I do see that. I yeah. see your point. I, I didn't notice it when I was watching it, but, um, which we the probably, internet did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, it could also be because I fell asleep. Um, yeah. but, I, I would say that um, I thought it interesting because he was he was very reluctant 
and he was being pushed by uh, Principal Priscilla. Yeah. So I, I just wonder, I it kind of makes me wish that I could see drafts one and right. through 10. Right. Because you know that, not draft number one. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. So it just makes me wonder if it was worse. <laughs> and, <Yeah. laughs> and somebody helped him make it better. And they helped uh, Priscilla, maybe Priscilla, Priscilla Schreier came in and, yeah. and said, no, we're going we're gonna to fix this yeah, a little let's, bit. Yeah. Um, so the other thing that I didn't like is the, uh, the theme, give your heart to Jesus and you'll be good at sports. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, a she little bit. She was already good. She was already good, but like she what got her over the edge, what got her over the edge? What? Yeah, the best one. <laughs> All right. You got me. All right. <laughs> So good things, okay? Yeah. I had some genuine laughs in this movie. I did too. Okay. I had some genuine tears in this movie. I did not. That I, well, but, and had I been watching it on the ground, I probably wouldn't have either. <laughs> would have been fine. We're blaming the airplane. <laughs> um, okay. This is one of these weird things. I'm going to say it and you're going to have to think about it. I, I understand there's going to be a pause here, okay? Okay. The blindness continuity in this film is excellent. You mean you mean Thomas's blindness? Yeah, and what I mean by that? Yeah, I'm gonna need you to explain that. Is um, he doesn't give away the fact that he can actually see. When someone comes up and touches him, he jumps. Oh. When um, he talks about smelling people, he talks about um, hearing numbers of footsteps. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. like they they do a really good job of of making sure that he doesn't give away the fact that he can actually mm-hmm. see they, he does a better job than Stevie wonder does in real life. Um, tearing down, uh, the, what, you know, Stevie wonder's not actually blind, right? All right. I'm going to give you this week to look up whether or not <laughs> St- like Stevie wonder blind question mark and watch some videos. Okay. Um, that, um, SNL sketch where Eddie Murphy and Stevie wonder, have you seen that one? Uh-uh. It is the best. We'll have to pull that up later. Okay. You'll love um, it. So uh, I did love that they were tearing down the achievement identity fallacy. That you are who you are based on what you achieve. Mm-hmm. I love that, they, that they're ripping that apart. And that they actually did introduce the Christian identity theology. That you right. are who you are because of your relationship in Christ, um, and then the last thing that I that I wrote down about this movie is that I appreciated the fact that the mom and dad were living out their faith in front of their kids. Mm-hmm. You were kind of talking about it earlier. That hey, come here, see mom and dad are hugging each other. They're praying together. Like they 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 made an effort to show it's a good thing to live out your faith in front of your kids, mm-hmm. and that's something that like you know I mean. I could probably do better with, I mean, we, I pray out loud over my kids, but like making sure that they're part of, you know, difficult conversations and and that type of thing. That's always, that's always a good thing. So overall, what did you think? Did you think it was a good movie? Would you suggest people watch this film? I, I I would. I mean, it kind of harkens back to, um, harkens back. Sorry. Where did that? (laughs) It harkens back to a time when harkens back was an appropriate thing to say. (laughs) idea where that came from <laughs> wow what is happening tonight <laughs> it's so late we i think we do better in the evening recording i think we're funnier in the evenings um 
it goes back to uh, Julie's first wild card wife uh-huh. um, uh, segment where she talked about Christian movies. Yeah, and you know, I I do think, and I think I said this that day that you know there is a maybe possibly a little bit of um, a responsibility on our part if we want more Christian movies, if we want more movies that we can take our children to see. Yeah we may need to hop on the bus a little bit more and support the ones that are coming out now. Well, I hope that I hope that they make more movies like this and honestly make less movies like courageous and fireproof, (laughs) but I hope they make more movies like this. Um, There's no reason not to financially. Clearly. I mean, I had no idea. Yeah. They're making 30 mil a piece. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty insane. So I, I really, I do think, um, I would encourage people to see it. I mean, you can rent it on Amazon for like five bucks sure, and, and watch it. Uh, you, I think you purchased, purchased it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, I just, it, it is a good movie. It's good for kids to watch. I think, like you said, kids will appreciate it probably more than even we do. Yeah. And it's just fun. It's got some funny parts that I think they'll laugh at and, yeah, I would absolutely re- recommend that people see it. Yeah, I concur for sure. All right. Um, what about your not for me for this week? What you got anything not from not for yes, you? Yes, I do. Okay. I am leaving. Well, I'm not leaving. I am taking a work trip. Okay. This coming week. And I have to <laughs> We're going to Temple. We're not going anywhere like Oh, I was about to say, where fancy. are you going? That sounds that sounds fun. Yeah, I know. I wish I was going somewhere else. But um we're going to Temple and I have to be at my office at five thirty AM on Monday morning. And that is just not for me. On a Monday. On a Monday. Yeah, that's and rough. it I'm the only female going. There are five of us going. So four guys and me. And I literally told my coworker on Friday night as I was leaving the office because he came by. He's our one of our franchise recruiters, and he said, "He said, all right, five thirty Monday." And I'm like, mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. "I'm gonna need you to tone it down yeah. when I get here on on Monday morning. I'm gonna need you to like find your chill a little bit." He goes, mm, "Probably not gonna happen," and then dropped like a bunch of f bombs. Yeah. So that's not for me. I mean, okay. I'm gonna do it because I have to, but oh, y'all just pray for me on Monday morning. Okay. We while you're we, still sleeping. While you're still sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> People haven't even downloaded the show yet. No. They get, they listen to it on Tuesday. It's fine. That's it's but it drops it drops Sunday. It drops on yeah. Sunday. You should be listening to it on Sunday. Um, <laughs> they're like, Yeah, we listen to it while we nap. I don't think that that's what we want. Um all right. This for me, this yeah. song for me is not it's not for me this week. Baby, let's stay home tonight. We can put a couple records on We can build a fire all right Maybe we can dance till dawn Everything will be just fine This is Let's Stay Home Tonight by Need to Breathe. And yeah, I talked over the line that says we don't even have to put clothes on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now let me tell you something. I don't hate this song and I don't hate Need to Breathe. What's not for me is the fact that Need to Breathe has done enough worship style music that this shows up in an algorithm somewhere. And when I'm trying to worship the Lord to like elevation radio, (laughs) I'll hear like, I'll I'll be like, you know, 
I can't uh, even imagine. I am who you say I am. And then they end on the four, so you're waiting for the Holy Ghost to like show up. And then all of a sudden I hear, Baby, let's stay home tonight. Skip, skip, skip. It's just, it's just, it's just, it's just weird. It's no. just pouring water on a fire. That, I just, um, I mean. Maybe we can dance till dawn. It's not a bad song. No, and. Even after book close on. Yeah, that made you uncomfortable. It did. It did. I'm not gonna lie. I really wish you hadn't like boosted it, right? Yeah, you're welcome. No, you did that on purpose. I um, yeah, that's not for me yeah, either. No, that's just not for me. I mean, you know what my first thought was? What? We may have to say this. Nope. <laughs> I guess Christian people need. So that song is not for me. Let's let's pick a song that maybe is for us for to get out on on this week. Well, you got a you got a song for us. Yeah, how about uh Never Wanna Go Back by People and Songs? Okay, I'm going to have to look that up. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Here you go. Ooh, okay. You ever heard this one? I don't think that I have actually. It's, it's, good. On, it's on my uh, regular list. Okay. All right. So let's do our Christian helper from anonymous pastors. Okay. This is not necessarily like a rebuke against anybody. This is like a word of encouragement. Okay. It was four words that was sent. Okay. Correct gently. Encourage fiercely. I love it. Love it. I know that like this past week, um, like last Sunday, uh, our church prayed for like, like business leaders. Mm -hmm. And I think that's something that business leaders could probably hear a lot more of is yeah. that correct gently and encourage fiercely. That's so good. It's it, very similar to a rebu- rebuke in private, praise in public. Absolutely. So yeah. It's good. Good for anybody in any, any avenue. Any avenue, for sure. For sure. Well, okay. That Hey, I don't think that's a show. I think so. So that that was a good review, we, I think, of a We made of it a through movie. another one. We, hey. Listen, one, one more week in the books. And we didn't quit this time. We, Not one person said I quit today. <clears throat> Not out loud. And so, <laughs> uh, so listen, you can join us on Facebook, Twitter, um, uh, Instagram. What else yeah, are we on? Instagram, I mean, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, MySpace, Apple Podcast. I think I've got a Friendster account, uh, all at Dropping Sunday. The Snapchat. Yeah. Uh, no, no. No, no. We both were, we're, we're like, no. Nope. No, no, no. So, uh, we <laughs> But we can, um, yeah, leave us messages and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, leave comments. Every every time you do leave us a comment on Apple Podcast, we donate a uh, dollar to a local charity. If you do, if you just leave the message, how's your heart? It's 10 bucks. And $10 so, I'm to, telling you, to Teen Challenge Teen of Fort Worth. Teen Challenge of Fort Worth, one of our favorites. And so, uh, so yeah, so help us out with that. Um, anything else, Miss Andrea? Yeah, you know what? If you guys have ideas, have things that you um, want to hear us talk about, shoot them our way. We're happy to to do some reviews. We're happy yeah. to check anything. You know, check into anything. I can't promise we'll talk about it, but we will do our best. Yeah, that so. that doesn't mean we're running out of show ideas. We no, actually not got at all. We, <laughs> we got the next couple. <laughs> we have a lot. Yeah, we, we just want to hear what do you want to hear from us? Absolutely. Um, and so, so that's been it, guys. Have a great week. For sure. And we'll see you next time on Dropping Sunday. Bye.
love surround.